0: What's up, everybody? My name is CJ. And I'm Nate. And this is Word of Mouth Podcast. And the word is in our mouth. Come Come on, somebody. somebody.
1: Psalms 119 and 11 says thy word. Have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee.
0: Amen. Jesus, we love you, Lord. And I just we pray, Lord, that God. you would open up the scripture to our minds and give us ears to hear and hearts to understand and bless those that are listening in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, come
0: on, somebody. come on, somebody. It's good
1: to be in the house of the Lord, and that's going to get annoying. Your chair. My chair is making that horrible squeaky noise. <laughs> oh, who cares? I don't care. I think it brings some character to, to the podcast. Oh, man, but it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Um, a lot of things have been going on. It's been a while. It's been a minute. and uh, But it's good to be back. It's good to be doing this. Just life gets you, man. I know we've talked about this probably every beginning, but... Um, Life is life. Life is life, bro. Life is life. And I love life, bro. Life is good. Yes, sir. Um, we're going to get right back into it. I think we're just going to get right down on into what we're going to talk about today. We've been, if you haven't been following, please go back and listen to the past episodes. But um, we've been going back to normal is the series that we've been going through. And we've been going through the book of Acts. Um, Kind of chapter by chapter not really verse by verse uh just because there's a lot in here but basically what we're talking about is getting not back to the normal as in january of 2020 where things seemed kind of normal and before all this masks and and 19 stuff but we're trying to get back to 2000 years ago when the apostles were first released on the day of pentecost and Amen. and we're trying to go back to see what they did in the book of acts Amen. um and so if you would, we're just going to, if you would just wherever you are, open up your word. If you're driving, wait till you get home. But, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, we drive a lot. So we know yeah. <laughs> not to, not to do that, but it's hard, bro. Sometimes I'm like, I'm listening to like podcast preachers. And I'm like, I got to write I that thing down. Around. I yeah. got to pull
0: over real quick.
1: So, but get your Bibles out. We're going to start in Acts chapter seven, uh, today. And I'm just so thankful the, the scripture that we read today, Psalms 119 and 11, says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And I think that's an important subject we're going to talk about here.
0: Amen. Right just, now, in chapter 7. And just that scripture alone, it's like we, we had the word in our hearts that we don't miss the mark. Right. That we don't go astray. That we stay on the path. And that's all about what we're talking about. It's like, and going back to normal is like, we need to hide this, mm-hmm. you know, in our heart to where. I heard some, some preachers say that there's a s-
1: statistic out there that says, you know, majority of the people don't even know their Bible that, like, even if they had it in their home, they couldn't, Yeah. they couldn't tell you where, where well, in America,
0: it's like, it's like, no, nah, I'm not going to make up a statistic, but it's a high number of people who have a Bible in their home. I legit, it's like say, over 70% or something. I'm going to make up a but it's up there. And you know, it, I heard this story one time about the pastor, the the pastor, like these people from the church had the pastor over for dinner, and the pastor was like, man, that's a nice Bible, you know, I was sitting right there, and he put a spoon in the Bible, and it was like a year later, they invited pastor over again for, for uh, or the pastor went for like some kind of, you know, they are having marital problems or something, you know, and he goes over and he goes to that Bible and the spoon's in the same exact place oh, where man. he comes He's like, man, if you read your Bible, man, you'd be straightened out a little bit more, you yeah. know? Yeah.
1: I heard this statement. I think, I can't remember who it is. It says, uh, it says a messed up Bible normally belongs to someone who isn't.
0: Right, follow, a Bible that's falling apart. A Bible that's apart, yeah, yeah. It normally belongs to somebody that isn't. No, so. it really, that's the truth. But hey, before we begin, we're going to focus on, you know, we'll probably get through 7 through 9 tonight. But I want to focus uh, on what is chapter 7, because chapter 7 leads from chapter 6. And just for the sake of a little recap, Stephen is chosen as a deacon in verse 8 of chapter 6. It says, right. that Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. And he goes through... And in verse thirteen, these people they set up a false witness, which said, "This man ceased to not to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law." We've heard him say that Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered delivered us. And so, what happened was, is Stephen began walking in the Holy Ghost. began like it just said in verse eight. He was full of faith and power. Did great wonders and miracles among mm-hmm. the people. He's preaching, he's, you know, going, doing, expanding the kingdom, doing the work of God. And just like what happens is when you do the work of God, there will be a confrontation. Oh, yeah. And uh, so this chapter seven is a repercussion of Stephen walking the walk and talking the talk. So, amen. And
1: and just to kind of, just because seven is a pretty long Uh, chapter um, which we suggest to go read it yourself but just for the sake of time up pretty much up until 54 he's preaching Old Testament
0: yeah so so and that's the thing that's why we picked the verse that we said we need to hide the word in our heart is if you look at Acts chapter 7 Stephen begins to literally like he does a paraphrase of the whole Old Testament he talks about you know, starting with Abraham, he starts with Abraham getting called out of the land, and talks about the promises that God gave to Abraham. Mm-hmm. And then he goes the and covenant he, and circumcision. Yeah, he talks everything. about the yep. covenant. Then he goes into, he goes into Isaac, and he goes into you know God fulfilled that, and he goes into Jacob, and he goes into Moses. He goes into it all, and he, he's literally, he's not, he's not, you know, has his notes right there. Like he has this internalized, yeah, scriptures in yep. internalized to where he could just. Right off the cuff, like, be like, look, this is what it's all about. And then he begins to tell, he goes into how Moses prophesied that there will be a prophet risen up among you from your brethren, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and he's like, and that is Jesus Christ, you know? Yeah. And it's like, we need to get back to that as an apostolic, as the apostolic church, as, as a believer, is that like, we need to get back to, you know, you said it right now before we started, is like, they didn't have the New Testament. Right. And I've been to I've been to other before, you know. I, I came to the truth and came back and all that or whatever. I've been to other churches where literally he told me he was like you don't need the Old Testament. Wow, the Old testament's done and gone. You're good to go. Don't even crack yeah, it. Yeah, Jesus
1: open. came over and yeah, he it's he like it's go. cool. Yeah. They're
0: like you know Psalms is cool, but you know it's just like it wasn't a big deal. But right here is like Stephen. They was so internalized that he he just was like he declared the Messiahship. He declared. He declared Jesus Christ from the scriptures, which when they refer to scriptures, they're talking about the Old Testament. Right. And, and, and that's something you pointed out just a second ago, is he didn't have his notes. He yeah. didn't have his
1: Bible, or we call Bible, but right. he didn't he couldn't carry all the scripts with him. But he just internalized them and, and had them in his heart. And, mm-hmm. and just, that's what we need to do, man. Like, I know some people that you ask them, uh, the joke is sometimes you're like, turn your Bible to um, Hananiah. You know, chapter three. You mm, people
0: looking for a minute, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah You know, but it's just, and it really is a tragedy, you know. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to, you know, that have been in church their whole life, and they don't know the difference between, you know, some Bible characters, and they don't know, oh, well, I think, wasn't that Noah, or was that this? Or, and I mean, I don't know everything in the Bible. I don't even yeah. pretend to know. Yeah, but for real. But I want to do my, I want to do a better job, you know. I, I mean, want to be able to give every man an answer. I want to study the word rightly dividing the word of truth. can you know, show myself approved. And and um, the, right here we just see that Stephen he wasn't just like all fluff. And was like this guy had this guy had some depth yeah. in, the, in the knowledge yep. of of biblical principles and the patriarchs and like he like I said the covenants and, and all and he that. was
1: really able to prove Jesus through everything
0: yeah so much that they're ready to, they're ready to beat him up yeah kill yeah, yeah.
1: in fact i you should go check this out i don't know if this is the right way to type it in but go to youtube type in little boy proves jesus through every chapter every oh, yeah, uh book video. of the bible and the kid just like jesus in genesis is the creator you know jesus in in the in exodus is the law. i don't know you know yeah, just, no, he understand. does that you know so it's like you got to be able to Thing. The other thing I wanted to say about this is that you have to know your Old Testament to the point at least. Uh, I got two two things to say here. Number oh, one true. is that if somebody from anywhere else, like I'll just give an example. Uh, I had this. I was working with this Mormon guy one time. And uh, if you know anything about Mormonism, you know that they do another book. Um, and it's called the Book of Mormon. And they've actually copied a lot of the Bible. But. They put stories in there that aren't biblical. And one time this cat, bro, he was he was telling me of this like one instance that happened. I'm like, that's not in the Bible. And he's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, no, it's not in the Bible. It's That's in the Book of Mormon. He's right. like, well, sorry, I get them confused. No, see, I had to know my word. Yeah, because you could have been the sled right yeah, there. Yeah, I could have been like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, no, that's, you're, you're good, bro. No, yeah. I have to stand up for the word. Uh, the second thing I wanted to say on this subject is if the only time you're ever cracking open your Bible is when you go to church, you're already backslidden. Right. You should be opening up your word yeah. every day. Read a couple chapters in the Old Testament, a couple, a couple chapters in the New. Yeah. But the, the thing is, is, I heard this statement, bro, and it's, it's been on my mind. It said if you as a preacher have to carry the, carry the person, then they're not saved anyway. Right. That you have to be able to walk the walk yourself, talk the talk, get this thing for yourself
0: and and know it. Right. Because, well, why? Because, because uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, going to... The, there's been a misconception in the American church that thinks that, like, you're saved by going to church. Yeah. And you're not. No. And you're not, you know? And you're just not. You're not saved by, you know, being around. You're not saved by, you know... The whole point of <laughs> Hebrews where it says, do not forsake the assembling of yourself together... Is like, you know, like that's valid, but that's how it saves you, right? (laughs) You know, coming together isn't what saves you. What saves you is you having a personal walk with the Mm -hmm. Lord. Like, like, like Stephen right here. It didn't say he was with anybody. He was all by himself right here. He He, didn't have no backup. No, he didn't have. He he didn't have nobody giving him an amen. He (laughs) didn't have nobody giving a hallelujah. He didn't have a witness. He was the witness. He was a witness for the Lord. It was just him. And the Holy Ghost and the Word of God and he's like you know what guys they they brought him before the court and and uh, they're like look let's you know and he began like literally it nobody like what's what's interesting is he flows, it flows from verse one, and like Peter begins to talk, it doesn't say any anybody interrupted. Oh, him? Stephen, you mean? Yeah, whatever he say? said, Peter. Oh, no, not Peter. Stephen, excuse me. But Peter knew his Old Testament. Peter did. <laughs> uh, but Stephen, he begins to just flow. It doesn't say nobody interrupted him, nobody, nothing. He just was like, in the Bible, he says his face shown like the like the face of an angel. I could just picture just the anointings on him. He's he has a walk with the Lord, and not just with his brethren, but he could do it on his own. He Amen. could be apostolic on his own Amen. he could look at the world in the face people that oppose him hate his God Jesus they Mm -hmm, hate him mm -hmm. and he could just be like look you know and begin to give them scripture because look this is what I always tell people too. like when I'm giving Bible studies or anything I'm like look you know I'm not going to give you a bunch of opinions or anything like that I'm just going to show you the word I'm just going to give you the word I'm going to tell you what the word says is what the word says and you know Whatever happens, happens, and, and let's <laughs> right. let's see. You know, he preaches, and uh, verse fifty one. Stephen's like, "You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you do always resist the Holy Ghost, as your fathers did. So do you." Mm. And then he goes through. He's like, "Which of the prophets prophets have uh, have your fathers? Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted?" And they have slain them was showed before of the coming of the just one of, of whom you have been now the betrayers and murderers. Who you have received the law by the dispositions of angels and have not kept it. He was not. He,
1: he was cutthroat, bro. Yeah, he, he was, was like, just.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, is, what's crazy is like you people could read that and be like, man, Stephen's being a little rude right there. Who oh, is mean, isn't God love? Yeah, well, Stephen, why is Stephen having, <laughs> literally he looked at him and was like, man, you, you're so stiff necked. You're yeah. so rebellious. That God's been reaching you for thousands of years And you always resist him And then you mm. kill the prophets Like he's just like foreshadowing like he probably knew He like they're about to kill me He's just like And he's being a prophet to these people yep. He's being the voice of God to them
1: Well and he even says that You killed these prophets Who were proclaiming the just one to come Which is Jesus which And that's you, exactly what I'm doing And he's here. like which you
0: have now been betrayers and murderers mm-hmm. And that's the thing too Is like that Like getting back to normal is that kind of preaching Where it's like look you can't. There is no seeker friendly. That's a lie. That the American seeker friendly church is is a lie. Yeah. You have people have to realize like you. That it was I had I had to realize it's my sin. Yeah. It was my I did it. It was me, and my sin, and that Jesus paid that price for me because of me. Yeah. You know, and like the same thing. He's like it, he's like you're betrayers and murderers. Yeah. These people are probably legit there. But the purpose was the lamb slain from the foundation. Jesus did it for me as well, my yeah. sin, and your sin, and everybody's listening sin. Mm. And if Paul, if Saul, or if Stephen was just like, you know, he just gave some fluff, like, hey, you accept him if you want to, you know. Hey, He'd God, still be alive. God loves you, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it, the thing is, is like, he's preaching how this God loves you, that right. he came and you killed him. Yeah. But that was the plan, you know, because he knew who he knew you. And then look at what happens. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. Look mm. stuff right there. Yeah. This this Holy Ghost powerful preaching, anointed, Bible-based like he just he didn't give them chapter and verse, but look, he had the word internalized. He knew the Bible. He began to preach the word of God to them. And then he confronted them personally. He's like, "Hey, you know, you need to make a decision. Yep. You you know, you're you, you've been guilty." And then the thing is, is the conviction's right here. Oh, yeah. And they're cut to their heart, just like they were on the day of Pentecost. Men and brethren. What shall we do? What are we going to do? It literally just says, and they were pricked in their heart. Yeah, so they, were they were pricked. Cut. These people, like, they're like, whoa. They're like, man, this guy was preaching all on our favor, preaching the Old Testament, talking about all the good things, and all of a sudden, like, we're, we're guilty. And so just, a decision has to be made. And this is like the same thing. We're talking about being back to normal. It's like, ooh, We on. can't let there be a gray area. Yeah. You need to preach to where, you know, we need to stand up for truth to where it's either it's black or white. Yeah. It's either yes or no. It's hot or cold. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want it or do you not want either it? you're going to go this road or that road. And the yeah. same thing is like, Stephen puts it in their hands and this is what they do. It says they're cutting their heart and this is what they do. Mm. Instead of repenting and turning away from their sins and turning to Jesus, it says, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. They gritted it, man. And they literally started biting him. <laughs> That's why I believe they literally yeah. just started attacking him and hey Mm. I'll just let you know when you stand up for truth you will be attacked and it's interesting the gnashing of teeth is like you better believe that people are gonna start flapping their gills start running their mouth start saying oh well you you're a hate preacher oh you preach you know you whatever blah 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 for sure and you better believe that they're gonna pick up stones and they're gonna try to get you man but verse 55 but he
1: Stephen being being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Amen. Man, he, that's the thing. is You couldn't like, do that without being no, full of the Holy Ghost. No,
0: you would have been like... And the next part, literally. <laughs> literally, verse 58 says, And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And witnesses laid down their clothes on a young man's feet, whose name was... Saul. Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And then Stephen legit... Just laid down to sleep, man.
1: And I think one thing that, if you will, is that verse sixty. And he knelt down and cried with a loud voice, "Lord, lay not this sin to their charge." He could have been like, "But that just shows the yeah. love that he had." Yeah, exactly. he had the love of God, and he could have just been like, "God, send your angels down here and blow this up. place up." But Burn yet he up. said, "Lord, as you forgive, as you said, forgive them, for they have they don't have no not what they've done to
0: me." Same thing with me; they don't know what they're doing forgive them exactly God. and like that just shows like his motive was he's Save like the love. yeah he's like look they don't they just like they didn't know what they're doing when they killed you they don't even know what they're doing when they're killing me mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah man and so that's where it leads we're gonna we're gonna end right there just well, for one that's where the chapter ends but what's what's so powerful is that you know, Stephen had like a, a short window. A lot of people were like, oh, you, you preached one sermon. But that's not true. The Bible says that he was already doing signs and wonders and all oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But was this watching. was his last sermon for sure. And what's powerful is that we're going to start reading about a man named Saul. So let's go ahead and we're in Acts chapter 8 now. I'm in verse 1. It says, and Saul, the man who they laid the clothes at his feet while they were stoning Stephen, it says, and Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was great persecution against the church, which, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout all the region of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. In verse, uh, verse 2, it says, And devout man carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made a havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women committed them to prison yeah, so let's stop right there it was like you know the church that this is a brand new church bro mm-hmm. you know Acts chapter 2 the church is born you know being filled with the holy ghost three thousand were added they were growing in numbers and then by the <coughs> Acts chapter 4 they're already being persecuted being yep. taken up to the court and all this they're telling them, don't preach the name of jesus you know don't do don't, yep. you know don't do this kind of stuff and we see you know stephen's killed now And what happens is literally they had the, if you look in, you look into Saul, you know, some say that he was actually, you know, the youngest member of the Sanhedrin, but nevertheless, he was definitely uh, a Pharisee. He was definitely in the council there Mm -hmm. and literally he witnessed Stephen get murdered. Yeah. I heard one preacher say
1: this one time. He said, he said, even though he witnessed and he consented to it. He, it was like he was egging he it approved, on. Yeah. He's like, hey, go kill him because he's preaching blasphemy things.
0: He said, I'll hold you, jacket. Yeah.
1: He said it, that somewhere in there, Stephen's sermon leaked
0: into Saul's mind. But hey man, we can get, get to, to that later. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get to that in a little bit. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to get to that in a little bit. We're going to segue from Saul, but just know like verse three is like, look, bad things happen. Yeah. And we were talking about it as, like, when when we become when we become followers of Christ, man, we, as the American church, again, and, and when I say American church, what I mean is just, like, for those of us in America, I know we have listeners in other places, you know, in, in first world countries and stuff like that. We have grown up, and me and my, I'm, you know, I'm under 30 years old. I don't know how, you know, everybody is. but Yeah. But for, you know, for the last, you know, 50, 60, 70 years, we, the 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 teachings have been more man come and get your blessing right now everything's good walking the lily walking in the lilies you know and everything's good you know and say this prayer jesus i pray my my soul to take you know if i die before i wake but bless god (laughs) right you know i'm gonna make money in jesus name and that's really kind of how it's been but if you look at the church, like the, the normal church that was on fire for God, doing signs, wonders, and miracles, they weren't, number one, well, they weren't well-liked by the opposition. They weren't, right. because, it, like, again, there was no gray or black. It was like, look, you know, we're all about Jesus, and so we're going to do whatever it is that, you know, we need to do, baptize, save people, sing, dance, you know, praise in the prison till the doors fall off, you yep. know? and yeah. And, but the persecution was there, you yeah. know? And we're living in a time period where... It's about to go down. It's going down, and it's... And, uh, yeah, we experience, like, little ways of grace where we have... But then all of a sudden, you know, it's just... You know, the attacks of the enemy are there, you know, and... For sure. The clock's running out. But... For sure. In the meantime, we need to do what they did, and that's why we're doing this. Amen, amen. So we're going to focus... We're going to transition from Saul to Philip. Philip. So you're going to read from... Um... Four...
1: Says therefore they that were scattered abroad went everywhere or everywhere preaching the word. Just stop right there. He's like, though there's persecution, they were scattered. What they still do? It, it was like the persecution just furthered the oh, gospel. Oh yeah, for
0: sure. <laughs> it's like it, like there's a big fire and like you walked up and kicked it. Now there's little flames everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And so but what's crazy is like they were scattered, but they were still preaching. They're still proclaiming. You didn't stop. Them. It Doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what comes. We need to be preaching. Yep. And I think that's a key too is like, I think, I think everywhere you should be, like
1: no matter where you go, you can genuinely have a conversation about Jesus and the word everywhere.
0: And yeah, for, you know, for those who are like, Oh, I'm not a preacher. Don't matter. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, I'm talking about testifying. I'm talking about proclaiming God, proclaiming his truth, proclaiming his love, proclaiming that salvation. Like, look, man, talking to your neighbor while you're checking the mail.
1: Well, even, I remember one time you were telling me you were at Circle K, and you just told this person, you just saw that they were having a bad day, and you just said, God bless you, and it seemed like they oh yeah, perked up, remember? Yeah. Yeah, so just, you don't know, you don't, just because we're preachers doesn't mean that, that oh, only preachers can do, no. You don't know whose life you're going to change just by saying a simple, God bless you. I remember I was walking to, of course, I don't know, she's some bum, but I was walking into Speedway, and this lady came up, asked me, for some money so she could buy cigarettes and I told her I can't get you cigarettes but I can pray for you yeah and so we started I started praying for her and it's just everywhere you go you should be able to to talk about it but verse 5 then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them read the next one and the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake hearing and seeing the miracles
0: which he did okay stop right there so number one is he went to Samaria he's preaching it says he preached Christ unto them. So he's preaching Jesus, mm-hmm. not prosperity, not blessings, not, you know, this. He's preaching Jesus Christ. And what's fire is that it says the people, it says they gave, they gave heed to what he spake, hearing, and then this is what's so fire, seeing the miracles, yeah. which he did. And the thing is, is that the whole point was that there would be signs and wonders confirming the word. Amen. Where they went, they preach with signs following. Preach with this confirming the word. You know, Paul says, "I came." We've used the verse. He's like, "I came not with enticing words of man, but I came in the in the power of the Spirit." The and demonstration, the demonstration of mm-hmm. yeah of the power of God. He's like, because you can argue. You know, you could be like, "Oh well, that's you know linguistics, or that's just oh whatever." But you can't argue no you can't argue with when someone gets filled with the holy ghost supernatural you can't argue with people getting healed yeah you can't argue with miracles you can't argue with it no no one argued about the five, the, the 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 five loaves and the two fishes bro no when everybody's sitting there rubbing their bellies yeah bro. you can't argue with it <laughs> and, you know. yeah and so true. this is what you know this is part of that thing is being able to walk in faith like philip like go into a city amen you know, and like you want to get down to the degree, Samaria, the half breeds, the yep. place where the dirty dogs, Samaria, the Samarians, you know, we can't go there, don't you know? But he's like, Look, Jesus said, and he's like, You're going to be a witness unto me into Judea, into Samaria, into all the world. Amen. And so Philip's taking it to the next level. He's yeah. like, Man, we've been to Judea, they're killing us over there. Yeah, you know and they've just
1: scattered us all abroad. And let's and go to Saul
0: those. Dirty dog Samaritans, you know <clears throat> yeah. that's what some people called him. But Philip just saw it. He's like, Their "Man, souls. these people need Jesus." Yep, yeah, that's so right. he's preaching. You know? and look what
1: happened in verse seven: for unclean spirits, crying with loud with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies and that were lame were healed, and there was great joy in the city. Amen. Philip walked up in that place, full of Holy Ghost and full of grace, and just started. Casting out demons, healing people, and the Bible. The thing is, is Samaria was huge, yeah. and to have the Bible says that the
0: city was had. There was great joy in the city. Yep. That means a lot. You Amen. Shoot. And that's the thing. Like, take you need to like internalize that as like you know, especially the apostolics. You know, like you stay. We you know, we just stay in our little building, our little shell. But the thing is, is what we don't realize is that people want deliverance. People want to be set free. Yep. And when you, if we would let our light shine, people live in darkness. They're miserable. Oh, yeah. Just look on, you know, just listen to the news, you know. Well, I remember when we went, went when Brother Fish was here, we went out to EAC just
1: to talk and to pray with people. We had no really agenda to invite them or whatever. Yeah. And me and you walked up to this one lady and we just said, We're here to pray for you. Can we pray? And she legit started crying. She started crying. Right then and there. Yeah. And she's like, I have nobody here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is that if we would just do, get at, go back to the roots of our heritage of walking in faith and walking in power, walking in authority, and, you know, heeding to the voice of God so that, you know, things do happen, like, we, if we would realize that there's joy, mm-hmm. like, people, like, when their chains get taken off. It's not just at church. You know, we've all seen them where, like, they get set free at church. But oh, yeah. It's like, dude, like, literally, this whole city, because a man, one man was like, you know what? I'm going to take this truth that I got. I'm going to take this. Amen. I, I've heard other people, too. Is like, if you really, if, if what you have is really precious to you, it, you'll show it by what you do. Amen. And so, like, if you hide it under a bushel then you know is it really special to you yeah just like the talent is like with the man with the you know the five and the two and the one or whatever it was like the other two they increased their things but the other one he's just like he hit it because he knew how scary the master was you know all this stuff but the master's like man you did me dirty and the thing is is i've always thought about that too is like is, is he was scared to just try. Exactly. But Jesus blesses, though. Even if you just tried, if you failed, Jesus is like, exactly. at least you tried. That's the thing. He's like, if you would have failed, he would have been like, dude, you know how much talents I got in this bag right it's here? It's all right. He's it's like, okay. I got never-ending. I supply right here. But
1: you tried. But, yeah, yeah. He's,
0: just, he's just, he was afraid. And if Philip would have been afraid... None. There would not not only yep. would people still have devils, and yep. would would still been sick, yep. and they would there would be no joy. Mm. But where the, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. And the thing is, is that in His presence is the fullness of, of joy. joy. Right. Amen. Amen. So. So, man, when Philip stepped on the scene and let this be known too, it's like getting back to normal. It's like we have to realize that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So, Philip realized, like, man, I got the Holy Ghost. I got Jesus Christ inside me. So, when I'm gonna take this city, yeah, (laughs) when I step in Samaria, Jesus is in Samaria. Uh huh. You know, so that's when when I step on the street, when I step on the scene to go knock doors, Jesus is knocking Mm. doors today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's we got to get our minds. We gotta get our minds right, amen 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 so we're gonna skip through you know we you know Philip he preaches people get baptized in Jesus name, they believe these things we're gonna skip Simon the sorcerer, and we're gonna get on to i wanted to mention this in chapter um um so i wanna go to fifteen through seventeen, okay So, you know, Philip goes there. He's the first, you know, he's the first, I guess you could say, evangelist, the preacher, whatever you want to say. And he's the first one there. He's preaching. They believe, you know, he's casting out devils, healing. People are being healed by the power of God. And uh, he baptizes them. They believe his preaching. They repent. They turn from their sins. They're baptized in Jesus' name. But nobody receives the Holy Spirit yet. Right. Nobody receives the Holy Ghost. And so I wanted to make this point right here because what happens is Philip calls for Peter and John. Right. In verse 15, you want to read. Uh, who, verse 15, when oh, they... Oh, no, no, no. We'll read the last, uh, like, section B of 14. Um, okay. Right, go ahead and just read 14.
1: I'll just read 14. Now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy All Ghost. Right,
0: stop right there. So, like, like I said, nobody received the Holy Ghost yet. But... The point I want to make is like getting back to normal is realizing that God has given us a body with hands and, and feet, and some people are the ears, some people are the yeah. nose, some people are the eyes, you know. Yeah. And legit, Philip, I'm sure he tried to pray people through the Holy Ghost. I can't yeah. imagine he didn't, you know. Well, no, yeah, if he's you know? casting out demons. Yeah, it's just that's like, like but, sure. but nobody received it yet. And so we see the necessity for what God labels in Ephesians as, 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 as the five fold ministry Amen. apostles, prophets. Uh, Evangelists evangelist, uh, Pastors Pastors and teachers You know So We see that Philip wasn't like No this is my show This is my church I do it all It wasn't no one man show It was like uh, Working together to get Yes Get souls into the kingdom Yes Kingdom minded And look It's like You know You don't see They don't see Like no I could do it Or anything like that it's Yes like, no. like And you <laughs> see also That Peter and John Are willing to come Right Like Yeah they need help I'm willing to go like amen let's do the work of God
1: and the, and I heard Lee Stone King uh, brother Lee Stone King say he said if you could get the five-fold ministry working in your church your city would blow up yeah he said because you just you have to realize that it's just like you said the pastor is only one-fifth of yeah. the five-fold ministry amen. and so you're trying to evangelize an entire city with just one-fifth amen He's like no you ain't gonna do it no
0: and just for, for everybody, yeah. I was going to do something, but I won't. But let's, let's read verse 17. Uh, then, oh, no, 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 no.
1: Ooh, 16. 16. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them. The Holy Ghost is referring to. Amen. Only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost.
0: Okay, and And read the next one.
1: And when Simon saw that through the laying on the apostles' hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money.
0: Okay, so we're not going to get into uh, Simon. We're not going to get into his little deal. You could read it if you'd like. It's interesting. Simon, he blows it. But um, I hope, you know, he found a place of repentance at the end. But, you know, they laid their hands on them. They received the Holy Ghost. And, you know, a lot of people, this is going to be a little hashtag, little thing in there. A lot of people are like, oh, in Acts chapter 8, it doesn't say that they spoke in tongues when they received the Holy Ghost. Right. But all the other times it does. And we can see that obviously. Um, well, Simon, number one, was a
1: sorcerer. So he's seen, he's seen powers. He's seen yeah. crazy things happen. And yet something supernatural happened to these people when they received the Holy Ghost that he was saying, I want that. Give me power. that, give me that says, power.
0: Give me yeah. also this power. That whoever I lay my hands on, he received Holy Ghost. Yeah. If it was just they put their hands on their head and, like, said, receive the Holy Ghost and, not, like, nothing cool happened, Simon, Simon wouldn't, have, wouldn't have paid money for no, that. No, you ain't no, going no, no, nothing no. for that. He saw something supernatural. And he saw them speak with tongues. Like they, The thing is, is every other time that happened, and literally Simon saw. And so, you know, don't, don't get tripped up on that. And that's for you, for the people who... Uh, Maybe you're teaching Bible studies, or maybe you got some friends like, oh, what, chapter eight. Like, just break it down. Be like, look, let's read it. You know, obviously something happened. It wasn't that nothing happened. Yeah, something happened. And let what is that something? Oh, well, it looks like this is what happened at all the other times. So yeah. we could just deduce. You know, mm-hmm. I had one guy I was trying to tell him. I'm like, look, just we could we could look at the whole painting together. Or you could, you know, like getting all the verses and all the. Um, all the uh uh times where they received the Holy Ghost, you know, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, the sign of speaking in tongues. And, um, and actually, I was like, yeah. we could we could deduce, we could we could come to the conclusion that it happened right here too, you know, and you know, some people are gonna deny, you know, yeah. whatever. But that's not that's the point is is that just like what I said earlier is like, all right, deny it. But check it out. Everybody that I see receive the Holy Ghost, they speak in tongues. Right. You know? And you, just because you say you receive the Spirit, you know, you can't do that. You know, like, oh, no, yeah. there's a sign. And uh-huh. God does it for a reason. And there's multiple verses. We've already talked about yeah. it. And that's not the point. But um, moving on from moving on. So Philip does a good work, but he doesn't and he doesn't just stay there. He follows the Spirit. And I wanted to point We've talked about this, but getting back to normal is also being sensitive to the Spirit. Amen. And, Amen. and go ahead and read verse twenty six.
1: Uh, twenty six. And the Lord, or sorry, and the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, Keep reading. Uh, which is in desert. And he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure. Now, that's kind of interesting. Um, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Okay, so of them.
0: So look, he, so Philip, he's in tune with the spirit. He's, he's prepared for God to speak to him any and whenever, anytime and wherever. And then it says, the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, yeah, saying, arise, get up, and go towards the south. Unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem to Gaza, which is desert, mm. and verse twenty-seven says, and he arose and went, and behold, boom! There's a dude there, okay, and it wasn't just some dude; it was a, it was a important person, yeah, who literally was the ha- had the money bags for the queen mm-hmm. of Ethiopia. So it wasn't just you know some some it wasn't just some random yeah. guy. Which even if it was a random guy, who cares? God's gonna who cares who God sends you to? Yeah, no. but literally. He st- Philip was so, he was just like, God was able to speak to him. Mm. He was just open. And God's like, hey, listen, wake up, get up, and go south. And literally, a lot of times we're like, oh, man, you know, we think, we need to understand the voice of God. Right. And that's part of getting back to normal is being able to identify the voice of God, identify when God's speaking to you, and realize that when God speaks, He can, And you know, sometimes, you know, He'll give something vague, but legit, it's like, He will give you, like, go south. Yeah. And go this way, and it's going to be a desert, but just, just, just do it. He didn't get, He didn't say that there was going to be, you know, He didn't say, He didn't say what was all going to be there. He just said, check it out, go this way. He rose, and then there was that person, you see yeah. what I mean? A lot of times when the Lord speaks, he's not going to tell you, like, oh, yeah, this is what's going to happen on this day and over here, you know. But we, we as human beings, we try to map out God and God's will <laughs> and God's plan. Right. And that's why it never works. But yep. Philip, just by faith, was like, God okay. said, go, go this way. Uh-huh. And Philip said, yes, sir. And boom, was right there. And legit, the man's reading, not only is he like who he is, but he's reading Isaiah. Yeah, he's just, just sitting there on his lunch break. From traveling. And so when Philip saw him in verse 29, it says, Then the Spirit said unto Philip, So again, Philip, Philip was still tapped in to this. Well, he spirit. had to be, because, I mean, if you think about it, because, like we said,
1: he just said go south and going. He had no idea it was that person, so he could have just walked on by him. Yeah. But God
0: said, No, yeah. hold on, stop. The Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot, specific. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, he's like, as he's on his way, as we're on our way, Apostolics of 2020, as we're on our way, walking in the will of God, don't get lost Amen. on the journey. Stay tuned to what? Stay tuned, you know, what's <laughs> yeah. going on for the emergency broadcast of like, this is it right here. Yep. This, is, this is something significant I want you to do. Amen. And, and legit, he does. And... What's crazy is just like with Stephen, Philip's the same way. This man's reading the Bible. The eunuch's reading the Bible. And Philip's like, man, what are you do- What are you reading, bro? Yeah, what are you doing? And he's reading Isaiah, and he's like, and legit, he says, verse 31. Uh, and he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? Philip, and- and Philip asked him, he's like, do you know what you're reading? And the eunuch's like, man, how am I supposed to... How am I supposed to know except someone tells me what, what, to, what, what I'm reading? Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of people today, a lot of people in church, a lot of people in, you know, in the American church, you know, whether, whatever denomination it is, they, they're there, they've got the Bible, but they don't know what to do with it. They don't know where to go with it. Right. They don't know what it's saying. Yeah, no, exactly. And here we go, a Holy Ghost-filled person tapped into the voice of God. And I like what this says. It says, and he
1: desired Philip. That he would come up and sat with him. It was like he saw something in that guy, like, wait a minute. Amen. You look like somebody that knows what they're talking about. Would you prof- would you tell me what I need
0: to do? Amen. And he desired.
1: Come come, please, God. Yeah, yeah, amen.
0: And so you know what happens is Philip again on the spot. There he, you know, the man's convicted, the man's convinced and convicted, and he's like, Look, there's some water right there. Let's do this. And Philip's like, Man, if you just if you believe, if thou believest with all your heart then we're gonna do it. And he's like, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Amen. At, then they went and check it out. Legit, oh, you know, some people believe whatever they want to believe. I'm not saying, you know, we all need to start teleporting as being back to normal, but legit. In <laughs> yeah. verse 39 it says, and when they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip.
1: Oh, dude, could you imagine? Hold on, just picture this with me. You're,
0: you're, you're Stephen. I put er, y- I'm sorry Philip you're putting somebody in the water and when you come up you're gone <laughs> and you're just left like <laughs> just with your hands up in the air all wet like wait where's? was your... that an angel dude that you know he had a testimony bro it says he was rejoicing there again there was joy because someone was obedient to the voice of God mm-hmm. so you, you see what I mean yeah man that's good stuff bro yeah, and God saw fit to be like, dude, this guy's looking
1: so I need him somewhere else right now and it would take him boom. It would take, it literally I think I mapped it out. Give me 1 second. Give me 1 second here. I think oh you wrote it down? I think I did somewhere. Hold on. Um oh yeah, it, where he needed to be was 20 miles away. Dude, that would have took some time. Yeah, walking walking.
0: So God's like, mm. "Nope." He's like, boom. "Well, good he's like, "Well done, good and faithful servant." time to Vamanos. Yeah. Boom. Crazy, bro. You know, some people say whatever they want to say, but... Uh, I, hey, I, I just follow what the word I says. I think it said caught up. Like, it just... There it know. is. I'm just thinking about hey, that, dude. I'll do that. I'll come up out of the water and he's Poosh, gone. He's gone. Yeah. Amen. Candy. You know, so just, again, know your word. Be ready. In season, out of season. Amen. Be obedient. Be, being obedient to the spirit of God. And... Uh, and then before we get maybe, maybe I'll close with this And maybe we'll get to We'll get to chapter 9 Yeah other day But Maybe we'll close with this Is that um, So This I was a little te- I'll end this with a little Personal testimony And um, And uh, What day was it? That was It was Wednesday It was Wednesday Okay So Wednesday morning I woke up You know early I woke up early and I was praying and uh, I was praying in my normal my normal place of prayer and, and uh, I'm praying early in the morning before work and whatnot and still dark outside and and um, I'm trying to you know I'm trying to tap in I'm trying to you know get, get into the the presence of the Lord and and um, and I was having a rough time yeah I don't yeah I was just going through you know trying to navigate and just you know. We all have our, like, not a routine or not some kind of mantra, but there's just things that we do, you know? Yeah. And praising God and worshiping Him and thanking Him and and whatever. But I began to, I was getting distracted in my mind. And I was like, man, you know, like, ooh, man, hazelnut creamer, you know? Ooh, man. It doesn't help that
1: you're at home. You know, what am I going to,
0: yeah, I got to work today or whatever, you know, just you name it. And oh man, that dog's barking down the street or whatever you know what I'm saying, so you know I was getting distracted and it, but in my mind, you know i'm just like trying to and i i I'm like, God, help me focus my mind i'm focusing on you i ma- I want to magnify you in my mind right now and and just try to tune in, just focus on the lord and and in my mind, I was seeing this man and he was like, it looked like a, like a gift or something. Like the man was like doing the walking motion and he was like a darker skinned man with like, you know, a thicker beard. He looked, I thought maybe Middle Eastern or something. I'm like, and I'm, I try to like, uh, I'm looking in my mind, in my mind's eye and legit. I told, like, I'm telling the Lord, I'm like, God, like, does this mean something or, because if not, like, I'm, I'm tired of being distracted right now. Like, I'm trying to get my mind on you and. And uh, I remember in the man, like the man's hand as he's walking, he was holding like two things, but the one he couldn't really see, looked like looked I don't know what it was, but in the other hand, it was like this little loaf of bread. And, uh, but I, I, I was looking, I'm like, man, well, I don't know, you know, so I finally, when I told the Lord, like, Lord, I'm trying to focus in on you, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I don't want to be distracted. It went away and I began to pray and I began to tap in and I was having a good time in the Lord and probably 20, 30 minutes passed by and. My doorbell rings, and I'm telling you, it's dark outside. It's like maybe a little bit after five, five thirty, or something like that. And and the doorbell rings, and I'm like, "What is going on around here?" You know. So I, you know, wipe my wipe my <laughs> tears off. You know, get it right. You know, I'm in my pajama pants, like normal. And um, I open the door, and all right, before I open the door, I look out. The, I have windows in my door, and I'm looking out the window. And the man's back's facing me, and he turns, and I see this man, dark skin, kind of long hair, and he's got this beard. Oh, snap. And he looks just like the man that I just saw while I was praying. And I'm like, and I look, you know, I just, I just, it's in the morning, you know, I'm like, what? I'm looking out the window, and then I'm like, well, i got to answer the door, you know, and... And when he when he when I open the door and he fully turns, it turns out I know this man, but he grew out his beard and his hair was a little bit grown out. And yeah, I, didn't, I just didn't recognize him. Snap! And I'm just like, what are you doing? I wasn't mad or nothing. I'm just like, I'm tripping right now because I'm like, <laughs> I just saw you in my head. Yeah, you know, without even knowing it was you. And I'm like, and I'm like looking at his beard. I'm like, and I told him like, bro, you grew, you're growing out your hair, you're growing out your beard. You know what you're doing, you know? And and I, I'm I'm like in my head. I'm just like this is crazy right now. Right. And he asked me for something, you know, and and uh, the history behind me and him is actually a crazy story. But anyways, I, I give him whatever he he asked for something, and and uh, he's like, do you have a minute to talk? I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, I'm sorry for you up. I was, I told him shit. I was like, no, I wasn't sleeping, bro. I was praying, you know, and um. We begin to talk, and the first and the first thing he asks me, he says, "You know, he was, I'm sorry for waking you." I said, "No, I was just praying." And he just looks at me. He said, "He said what?" He said, "How do I prepare for the next life?" Mm. And we're Come sitting on. on my front porch, and this man who I just saw in my mind while I was praying, literally thinking I'm being distracted, but it's the Lord trying to speak to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. He's like, he's asking me, how do you, how do I prepare for the next life? Mm, Wow. And I just begin to tell him how to be saved. I begin to tell him, I begin to tell him, you need to believe and repent and be born again of the water and spirit, you know. And he kept telling me, he's like, he's like, tell me in the most simplest way possible. And I'm like, this is insane. I'm praying, ring my doorbell. And now you're asking me how to be saved. Yeah, at my house in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just like, and this was this wasn't a year ago. This isn't some story. This was on Wednesday. Yeah, (laughs) this was yeah a couple days ago. And I'm just like, you know, and all that happened, and you know, I gave him a hug, and he went on his way, and and instantly I I like as soon as he's walking away, like he has a smile on, and he has whatever I gave him. That's not important, and and uh, he was grateful. We had a good time, and got his number and whatever, and. He leaves, and instantly as he's walking away, there's a message by a brother, Billy, Billy Cole, and it was, it was called The Importance of Having a Little Bit of Bread. Oh, come on. And he talks about, it's a parable about, you know, the man who comes and, you know, someone comes to his house asking for bread, he doesn't have any, so he goes to his neighbor's house, and he's like, hey, I got a, I got a person here, they need some bread, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and the message about Billy Cole, he's like, you always have, you need to be able to give people something, you need to have something to give people, and, yeah legit like as he's walking away like literally that was quick into my mind like the importance of having a little bit of bread like just that phrase it wasn't about billy thing, just the importance of having a little bit of bread and in my mind i remember whenever i was praying seeing him walking with bread he's walking away and he had a loaf of bread in his hand come on somebody and i'm just like <laughs> and that bread was like and it just reminded me like the word of god says that that man should not live by bread alone but upon every word that out of the mouth of god every word of god Amen. you know and well, I don't he know. had questions and you and gave he what he exactly. he had Exactly he had a hunger How do I get ready for the next life And Luckily you know and it's not something crazy He didn't ask me you know what the third Law was of you know the marital This but he just asked me yeah how do I prepare
1: which also I come to Find out I don't know if Michael ever talked to you or not But I was telling him this testimony That you said mm-hmm. and he's like What's the guy's name you know kind of like how I had Asked yeah. you if I could add a move. I told him He said he just looks at me and he smiles, and he's like, "Bro, I talked to his dad not too long ago." Yeah, he t- I knew about that, bro. But that's
0: insane, though. Well, oh, it's crazy. He's like, this guy keeps we keep bumping into this yeah, guy everywhere. And it's crazy. It's just God's drawing. But on that, just dude. the thing is, is and that's why I told you, I'm like, the thing is, is like, what we think is sometimes distraction. Mm-hmm. Like, what if what if Philip was praying and he was like, you know, go south. He's like, no. I'm, I gotta go north why am I thinking about going south that's crazy I'm trying to pray God <laughs> yeah. that eunuch would have never been silly, no. bro. so yeah. man I know that was you know only two chapters hey but, but man those number one chapter seven
1: is pretty long <laughs> yeah. number two chapter eight there's a lot of good things yeah, in there no, man that is but cute. real quick before we end this episode um, we we want to make sure that we tell you that if you ever have any questions about what we say or what we teach or what well, you know whatever it may be, uh, you can contact both me and Nathaniel Denise. <laughs> I say it like that because that's what his Facebook name Nathaniel is. Nathaniel Denise. Nathaniel Denise Mueller um, on Facebook or Colton Sarah Garcia on Facebook. Or you can even reach out to us on a personal uh, – not personal, excuse me, but word of mouth podcast on Instagram or even Facebook. Uh, also um, – We encourage everyone right at the end of the episode that if you are feeling convicted, if you're feeling cut to the heart, then you need to reach out and find a church that preaches the Bible, preaches Acts 2.38, and just make sure you find those things because right now is not the time. This day and age that we're living in is not the time to be questioning. It's not the time to be wondering what to do. We're telling you what to do because Jesus is coming back, folks and whether you want to believe it or not just just open up man and just see that this world is is, is is coming man and uh so we encourage you repent of your sins find a church that will baptize you in jesus name and be filled with the holy ghost the evidence amen. speaking in
0: other tongues amen and that's another thing too is like for those who, and maybe you're not new, maybe, you know, you're seasoned and you know what we're talking about and you're saved. And maybe you, you need got the a whole, renewal. In the whole yeah, it's like, look, it's time to turn up the volume. Yep. It's time to, it's time not just to, you know, talk the talk. It's time to walk the walk. Amen. And there's a city that's waiting to be filled with joy. Amen. One thing that's been really kind of working on my
1: mind is uh, everywhere you go, just look at that person and realize that they're probably going to be screaming from a pits of hell if you don't say anything. Amen. But on that note, let's pray. God, thank you for this hour. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the people that have taken the time to open up and listen to this podcast episode. Lord, we're just so thankful for your word. We're thankful for your spirit. We're thankful, God, that we have a Bible that we can turn back and look just how you want the church to be like. God, I pray that everyone that listens to this episode will not only seek after that church that's in the book of Acts, but also themselves be build up and, and begin to do the things that the book of Acts says. God, it's time for us to get back to normal. It's time for us to be led by the Spirit and see things. For your word says that these signs shall follow them that believe. Amen. God, I truly believe that this is the end time revival, and I'm just so thankful to be in it, and I'm thankful to be doing the work. We love you. We thank you. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 We love you all. Uh, we appreciate every single listener. In fact, just real quick, I know it's 54 minutes, but uh, I just looked if on here. And this long. I know, right? <laughs> uh, 54 minutes, bro. Um I just looked on our thing, and this is a little thing to us, but it means a lot. We finally hit 5,000 listens. Come on. So thank you to everybody who's listened, giving us this opportunity to be in your
0: ears. And share it. Share it with somebody. you know. please. What we do is people are like, you know, people, newcomers and stuff like that, they need something to do. Legit, we're like, hey, man, we don't get, you know, we're not, it's not, we're just doing this. Yeah. Because it's important, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of people, you know, they they need an outlet. They need more. You know, they're hungry. And if you know someone that's hungry, shoot a Mortemel podcast. Yeah, shoot
1: them and say, hey, look, you want to know about prayer? These guys teach on prayer. You want to know about the Holy Ghost? And, and you know, of course, we don't cover everything. But I know. But hey,
0: ask a question. Yeah. You know, we give yep. you we give you we don't just give you a little. We give you milk, but we give you like a little bit of milk with like some oatmeal. you know? <laughs> so, it ain't oh. T Bone steak, but
1: yeah, no, 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 but. Anyway, we We love you. We appreciate you. Amen. Come Come
0: on, somebody.